This Cookie Dicey is a D&D podcast about dudes being bros. What adventures will they get into? Only time will tell. Like the name suggests, this podcast could get dicey. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9 to 5s and step into the world of Drugala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, I'd just like to say it's a beautiful day to wake up to some morning cuddles from your cat. I have I have one cat that likes to do that, and I have one cat that likes to just um, be as far away from us as possible. For most of the time. But that one cat, really appreciate it. My cat's definitely a seasonal cuddler. So I think the fact that it was a bit chillier this morning um, helped with the cuddles. Typically not a cuddler. But I'll I'll take what I can get. Take it my dog's get like it. that. I used to have a cat. We named him Germ. And he would lick your feet in the morning. Oh my god. And so one day I started wearing socks to bed and this motherfucker ran away. <laughs> he ran away from home, we never saw him again. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, socks? Rip germ. That's why I'm a dog person now. <laughs> respect. I respect germ. I get it. <laughs> I'd do that right now if I could. Uh my name hi, my name is Alex Garrell. I will be playing the role of Ellis Vindove. And today is a beautiful day to take a ice cold shower. Ooh, Ooh that sounds interesting great. Interesting choice given the weather was a little chilly. Oh, it's 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 even sometimes it's even better on the colder days. You're just like wake me up inside, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, you've really lost me quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been taking a poll of people who like uh, uh, cold showers, and not like a lot of a, people. Not a lot of people do. I like, I like a cold shower yeah. when I'm like warm. Oh no! Yeah, like I like I a like cold a... shower on a hot day or after working out, but not yeah. just I to don't, have a cold shower. No, I don't like a cold shower when I'm hot. That's like shock. I like cold showers yeah. just regularly. No. But, yeah, I've I've really. I really made the shwi- the the, shwi- the <laughs> shift to uh, uh, just 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 getting cold. No, get your I, heart rate up. I'm like a hot shower, burn all of my skin off, <laughs> stay in the shower too long, scalding hot. <laughs> that's oh, that's why you're all muscle and bones and no skin. The listeners Surprise, can't see it. But that's why you don't have any skin. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Kenny Chilton, and I play Emil Mazak. It's a beautiful day to uh, cook some meals that you're not going to eat today. You're going to eat in the future. What's that called? Meal prep. Meal prep. It's a great day to meal prep. <laughs> future, future cooking. I, I, I ate some. Oh, I was going to say I ate some beans that I've been. I've been eating beans all week, so I feel you, man. Good pot of beans last all week. You meal prepped beans, just beans. <laughs> just put it in a can and put it in the fridge. I was I did hear about the people talking about meal prepping. They're like, you guys made it. You're just making leftovers. Like you're making a week's worth of leftovers. Like that's all it is. But they really were like, no, 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 no. It's meal prep. And it's like, no, you're eating like week old chicken that's dry with rice. Yeah, in a sense, and that's yes, fine. It's, but you but don't have to. It is. You don't have to cook it. It's already Wait, cooked. can we go back? Right. Alex, yeah. were you just eating beans? <laughs> Destiny, yo soy Mexicano. I, I made a big fucking pot si, of entiendo. beans. <laughs> and I, I'm, yeah, dog, I've been eating, I mean, like, it's not just beans. Like, I have, like, avocado and, like, tortillas and, Okay, like, I was imagining you opening some, like, a can. It's, it's, it's just 
saving eating some saving the rest for later <laughs> get away nothing else no i made a i made a big pot of cha- i made a big pot of chato beans on sunday and i've just been eating like chato beans all, all week now i'm tempted to make some refried beans and we're make a little bean and cheese t- taco because mm-hmm. mm. mm-hmm. we just have a bunch of cans of black beans Bean time, bean, bean town. Time. You were already meal prepped. You got your, your beans. No, <laughs> that's called grocery shopping. Well, that's the other thing. It's like maybe you guys just need to, you know, get some frozen foods. My name is Becky Schmader. I'm the game master for this. Could get dicey, and it's a beautiful day to microwave a little tortilla and have it as a snack before your walk. That doesn't happen. <laughs> Respect. That one had lost in the tortilla. And I appreciate it. <laughs> I did not level. get lost in the tortilla. I was ready to go. I finished, I was eating my tortilla, and my dog said, "No, no, 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 mother, no walk." <laughs> Becky said, "Yo, soy Mexicana." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> She's from San Antonio. <laughs> my heritage, yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Previously, our adventurers had run into an exodus of creatures leaving the forest. Squirrels, birds, rodents, and even some small humanoid garlic, onions, and mushrooms were (laughs) running away. Communicating with them very crudely through drawing, they told you of a large golem creature you called the Landlord. Shrugging this off, though, you continued your trek. Through the night, you heard mysterious thumping noises that never got closer to you until the next day when you happened upon the decimated caravan. Following the thumping sound, you came upon that of a large wooden golem that heard your approach thanks to a coughing fit from a meal. And this is where we find you all. The golem is to your northwest, but looking uh, sort of, you're on like a ridge here and you're sort of like looking up into this area. You are in a shrine of sorts, sort of, it's definitely been ruined a little bit. There's stonework on the ground and what seem to be broken columns around the area. In the middle is a stone pedestal about three to four feet high, and coming from the top of it appears to be this inky black moss, this plant that you've perhaps been looking for. It's moving, writhing, no, it's perhaps breathing, you can't tell, but it seems to grow and shrink in a gentle rhythm. The black moss has trickled down the sides of the pedestal and is taking over the stonework on the ground below it. It is not moving quickly, but you do know it seems to be, you know, ever so slightly growing, but not a very quick uh, pace. Uh, But yes, the golem has been alerted of your attention. So this is the scene and we will be rolling initiative as the golem does not want you to be here. Ooh, shit. Oops. Emil, what did you get? A six. Loomis. Fifteen. Ellis. That's a magic number, five. Five, okay. <laughs> Best one. Top of the order is the golem. The golem is about 80 feet away from you all, so this is a, a rather like large sort of ruins. The pedestal, just for you to know, is about 60 feet northward of you. Golem is about 80 feet northwest of you, and the golem will just start moving. It's not very quick, but it's going to start moving ever so slowly towards you all and is going to pick up a piece of rubble and chuck it at you all. It is still a ways away, so this will be a disadvantage as it chucks a piece of rubble towards the lot of you and misses. So Gollum's turn is over. Next is Loomis. Cool. So again, just for clarification, Gollum's coming at us, but more in front of us is the shrine where we see the plant matter yes could i potentially dart past the golem towards the plant matter without definitely yeah the golem is definitely like not in between you all it's sort of like off to the side that's what i'd like to do okay just very using my agility speed sure my need for speed just (laughs) dart towards the plant matter to try and just get a piece of it. I don't know if I can get that far, but um, that is what I would like to do. You cannot quite get all the way to it, but you are able to get closer to it. You're probably about like 10 feet away. 
uh, with your initial movement. So you could get closer if you want, but that would take your action. I think I'd, I'd like to get as close as I possibly can, even if that's, even if my, my, excuse me, my action would be to just dash that way. So you go ahead and do that. You make it all the way up to the pedestal. The pedestal has like, the plant has sort of like trickled down the side of it and has kind of gone about like a foot or two away from the pedestal. So there's sort of like that perimeter around the pedestal. But as you approach, um, and even as you're like first kind of like not even that close to it, you kind of feel something wave, like a wave come, kind of come over you. And please make a wisdom saving throw. Nope. <laughs> that is a natural one for three. <laughs> All right. Then, yeah, it makes even more sense that your action was this because as you sort of like get over this ridge and start making your way over the con or the stonework below, you're getting closer and closer and you really... It, you know, at first it was your idea. You were, I'm moving towards this pedestal. And then it suddenly becomes less your idea and more an innate want and desire. And you feel this like ache in your heart that you need to be as close as physically possible to this pedestal. Um, and as you get closer to the pedestal, you see that there's a hole in the middle of the pedestal where this plant matter seems to be like coming out of it. And that is where you are at. So you're about a foot away from this pedestal, the plant matter coming down, you see a hole where the plant matter is coming out and you feel this ache to like get as physically close as possible. Could I yell out to? Yeah. Emil, I get why you want this plant now. This isn't the one I want. This is not the one. (laughs) (laughs) And on that, no, it is Emil's turn. Um, Okay, I will look over at the... uh... Golem, how tall is this guy, and what does he look like? Um, it's probably about like eight feet tall, but it's made out of like gnarly bark, uh, kind of like big chunks of like fallen and decayed like wood that has been like pieced together. Its face is like crudely like two holes with like some twigs coming out of it. Uh, but yeah, it's about like eight, eight-ish feet tall. Stop right there, gnarled Barkley. Um, and I will. <laughs> Yeah. God. I will. Boo. Boo. <laughs> hey, let me, Boo. let me, let me finish. There's nothing else to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I will uh, step forward a little bit, <clears throat> kind of trailing behind uh, Loomis. Uh, and when I'm when I'm within range, which 90 feet, I think I'm within range of yes, the golem definitely. at this point. Um, you'll see Emil's hand turn into. Uh, not wood this time, but actually it looks like uh, like vines. And I'll connect my hand to the ground and cast Entangle on Ooh. the golem. Okay. So you see a bunch of vines kind of shoot up out of the ground out of my hand towards the golem's feet. He needs okay. to make... Uh, unfortunately, I think he's going to be fine. He needs to make a strength saving throw. Strength. Okay. Nope. Uh, that's a That's a nine. Uh, he is restrained. So these vines kind of wrap up around his feet, kind of reaching up towards his knees. Uh, he can use its action to make a strength check against my spell save. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Except I'll, I'll shout out to Emil. I mean, to Loomis. Hey, 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 be careful. that They said it's dangerous. Uh, and I'll just get as close as I can to where Loomis is. As you approach closer to the... To, towards Loomis, go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. Uh, 11. You start to feel a slight pull from this pedestal, too. It's it's not, you you know, you still are able to kind of, like, keep your wits about you, but you're, you're feeling this, like, I think I need to get closer to this, and I don't think it's because Loomis is there. Um, and I, I recognize this? Yes. Like, you can, you can feel that within you. Okay. We gotta, uh, you know what? We gotta get in there, Loomis. Let's, let's touch this stuff. <laughs> Great. That's my, that's my turn. Next is Ellis. Still standing from where we, we originally were. How far away is the plant from us? You are about 60 feet away from, like, the pedestal where the plant is, and you're about 60 feet away from the entangled golem. Okay, cool. Um, then I will use my movement to run 30 feet ahead. And I will cast 
mage hand. I, I, I yell like, I, hell yeah, y'all are gung-ho. Um, let's touch it. And uh, I want to use my mage hand to try to um, snatch up, like, to, like, see if it can pull away some of the some of the plant. Okay, go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw as you approach the area. Uh, 17. 17. Okay, you do not feel any sort of, like, pull from this thing, but you're like, all right, my friends are going over here. Yeah, let's, like, try and grab this. But go ahead and roll an arcana check to kind of see how you finagle the mage hand through this area, or through this plant. Uh, that's a 12. 12. You see that, like, your hand is able to, to get in there and sort of, like, grab it, but you see, like, almost immediately that the moss is, like, kind of, like, sucking the hand in, and you see that, like, your hand kind of breaks into, like, a puff as um, it kind of, like, gets consumed by the moss. I yell towards Loomis. Uh, I don't think my my little magic hand's that strong. Uh, but I bet you're stronger. Uh, just just reach in and grab some, and uh, I uh, give you bardic inspiration. Hell yeah! Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Top of the order, it is the golem. It is going to attempt to break out of. It's going to use its action to try and break out of the entanglement. It's looking for a thirteen. Okay, it is a twenty-three. <laughs> yeah, I think that does it. <laughs> No, he said 13. (laughs) (laughs) It breaks out and starts moving towards you all. So it moves about 20 feet towards you all. I'm not going to do that math. It's about 30 feet away from you all now as it kind of cuts in. I'm not going to do A squared plus B squared equals C squared here on this damn triangle I've created on my little map. It's like a mile away. Basically. <laughs> <Easy>. <laughs> As you know here, we're very, very good with our distances and our measurements. But yeah, it's about 30 feet away from you. As it starts moving a little closer, it will attempt to throw another chunk of rubble towards you all. That is a 20. No, sorry. It's a 19 to, to hit Emil and Ellis. It's kind of chunking it towards y'all. S- Silvery Barbs Sil- reaction. Sil- so, okay, I will roll with disadvantage. That's an 11. It does not hit. It's chucking this, at, like, as it's, like, winding up, you, what do you do to, to sort of distract it? Hey, I heard a, uh, a company's coming in here uh, ready to clear out the whole forest. Uh, deforestation, doesn't that sound scary? Um, and I look over at uh, Emil and I wink, uh, giving Emil advantage um, on there. Um next roll okay okay great uh yeah the golem hearing this is like kind of like looks at you and like whiffs on the throw of which sort of like rolls to the side of you all a little bit and the next is loomis who is feeling the pull of this pedestal and the words of your friend to try pulling on the plant so i'm assuming i still feel this pull yes like from this plant so yeah i guess with that and then hearing my friend say like hey just touch it loomis is gonna touch the plant you go to are you trying to like rip it rip a chunk of it off i assume yeah okay go ahead and first as you like reach down to like grab it it definitely starts like climbing up your hand a little bit okay well you're a little caught off guard by that so go ahead and first roll a constitution saving throw as you first come into contact okay oh that is a, a natural 20 for 21 Okay, excellent. Yeah, you can tell that it's, like, trying to, like, eat away at your skin, but you're able to, like, shake it off and be like, no, 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 no. So go ahead and roll a strength check to rip a chunk of it off. That will be 14. 14? Yeah, you're able to get, like, a, a big handful of it, and you rip it up. And as you're ripping it up, you hear the pedestal, or, like, you hear this voice in your head that's coming from the pedestal, you can assume. And you hear a whisper like, "Do do we all hear this, or just yeah? Do we all hear that, or just it's just in is Loomis's it out loud? head? It is just in Loomis's head at the moment. And go ahead and roll another wisdom saving throw. Sixteen. You're still like feeling this like ache from the pedestal to like come closer to it, but you're not really pulled. But like the feed me thing, you're like, wait a second." something's not what's going on there <laughs> okay so you're not like okay 
you know, you're not immediately like jumping to, to feed it necessarily, but you're still kind of in like limbo. Like not necessarily like going towards it, but also not going away from it. Exactly. Okay. And how far is, you said the golem is 30 feet from us? Yes. Yeah. You've used your action to, to like get the chunk of plants. So right. I was just seeing if I okay. move in any sorts. Um, gotcha, gotcha. Yes. I guess I, I think with you saying that, like, I hear this voice in my head. I don't necessarily go towards it, but I'm still not going away for it. For it, you kind of just see Loomis in the middle of it all, holding a chunk of plant, looking very perplexed on what's happening. <laughs> Next is Emil. Um, Emil will move towards the stone thing okay. um, and attempt to also get some of this stuff up. I'm gonna I'm gonna use an attack though, if that's okay. Sure. To try and like break it off, I'll use my. Uh, um, twisted roots to my arms from like forearm down turn into these these tree roots. I'm going to stick them under the plant and try to rip some up. Okay, go ahead and roll an attack roll. That's 15. Okay, yeah, you're able to kind of go in like a like a pitchfork and snag like a, a fairly large chunk of it, but go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw as it comes into contact with you. 23. Okay. You can see that it's trying to, again, kind of, uh, it's trying to, like, eat away a little bit at your, like, gnarly plant-like limbs, but you're yeah. able to withstand it. But do go I, ahead and also... Do I roll damage on it? Oh, yeah, you can roll damage on it if you would like. Uh, four points of piercing damage. And go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw as you come into to contact with this as well. Uh, 13. You hear a voice inside your head now telling you. Okay. Am I compelled to do so? You are compelled to do so. It's coming right up. I say it loud. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay, great. With with my bonus action, am I still allowed to continue my turn? Or am I? Am I... Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Since I hit with my twisted roots, I'm going to use a bonus action to absorb a little bit of life from the the plant for an additional sure. four points of necrotic damage. Excellent. Yeah, you're seeing that the plant, like, the plant that you're holding is starting to, you know, it is taking this this damage and getting, like, a little bit withered from it. Are you, uh, did you move towards the pedestal at all? Or <clears throat> yeah, I would have had to, to, like, get my... Yes, because oh, I was compelled right. to move yes, towards it in my that's last right. one. Yeah, yeah. And grab some of it, which is really fun. Okay, so yeah, you are like hovering above the pedestal with like an armful of this plant matter. And next is Ellis. I turn towards the golem and I say, um, I just came from the landlord convention and they were saying that uh, you, uh, don't know how to properly maximize your property values <laughs> in, uh, relation to the location in which you've purchased your assets, and I will <laughs> use my bonus action to, uh, use unsettling words. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so, um, I will expend a use of my bardic inspiration, and, um, uh, they must subtract a bardic from their next saving throw. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, and then I say, in other words, you suck. And this uh, <laughs> uh, the suck, uh, the word suck is like suck, 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 suck. suck. Uh, as I cast uh, dissonant whispers. Absolutely, it's a um, wisdom saving throw. It is a wisdom saving throw, and you need to subtract a d6 from it. That's right, I do. That is a 18. Yeah, 18. Minus D6? Yeah, I rolled a 19, and then I rolled a 1 on the D6. Dang. Wow. Uh, well, they, they take half damage. Okay. 9 divided by 2, rounding up. 5. What, 5? Yeah. 5 damage. Okay. Excellent. 
Okay, the golem now kind of looking towards you, Ellis, will make its way towards you and attempt to swing at you with its arm. And that is a 12 to hit. That misses. Okay. It's going, so it's kind of lumbering over, upset that you've been mocking it, and tries to swing down at you, misses, swings down with its other arm now. And that's a 25 to hit. Oof. I will use the luck point. Oh, so I have to re-roll. Re-roll. Okay. That's a 13. No, sorry, that 12. That hits. 12. Oh, that does not hit. That does not hit. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, I'm just yeah, talking, you've, talking shit. <laughs> you're talking so much shit, but you're like, you're, you get a little close and you're like, ah, bah, 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 bah. but thanks to the, you know, the, the, the god of luck, you're able to dodge Ooh. out of the way of this, this arm. Thanks. And next is Loomis, who's stuck in this limbo of unsure if you should move forward or away from the pedestal. Am I still weirdly compelled or can do I feel, have I come to a little bit? Um, it's like a, it's like your, it's like your body wants to go forward, but your mind doesn't. Gotcha. And how far am I, am I from the golem again? From the golem? The golem's now like 10 feet away from you. Oh. I kind of feeling hesitant on which direction to go. Like you said, clearly my mind's like, go help, um, go help your friend acquaintance not friend uh (laughs) and but i think their body is still just like what do i do but they are gonna go get a bit step five feet and head towards the golem and going to try to attack it with their spear okay that is a natural 20 26 Woo! yes that that hits four Five, so 10, 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage, okay. Big hit. Still up, but big hit. And I still have the plant matter in one of my hands, right? Yes. Would it take, like, an action to put it in my pocket or anything? No, that'd be, like, a free action. Just put that okay. in there, probably. Then what I'd like to do is, so I hit hit the golem with my spear... I put my hands in my pocket to put the plant matter in it, and then as I pull out my hand, claws come out, and I will spend a key point to do two unarmed strikes as a bonus action with my claws. Okay. So the first one is seven plus six, uh, 13 to hit? No, that misses. Okay. Don't forget you have inspiration. Oh, yeah. Can I use my inspiration for that one? Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. So, what did I say? 13 plus 5. 13. So, yeah, that hits. Yeah, that one hits. Let's okay. go. Then let me stroll another one just in case. Ooh, uh, 19 plus 6 to hit. Okay. Yes, both of those hit. Sweet. And then that will be for a total of, so it's eight plus thir- an additional 13 points of damage. Yeah, your first, your spear attack, you kind of gouge it into like a soft spot in the like mossy bits underneath this sort of like gnarly wooden like armor kind of shell of this golem. Uh, but your second slashes sort of like glance off of the the wood a little bit as you're, so they don't seem to hit quite as hard as normal. But they kind of you there's scratch marks within the wood, but not quite as deep, and you're not able to like take any of it off or anything. And go ahead and roll another wisdom saving throw as you're here in the proximity of the pedestal. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, you're starting to kind of fight it off a little bit more and you're able to to with good clear thoughts be like I don't need to we don't we're not worrying about the pedestal right now. Gotcha. Next is Emil who is worried about the pedestal. What what do you need to eat? Do you have any dietary restrictions? What could I feed you? 
I'll say it loud. Do I have a sense of is if it's the plant talking to me or if it's the pedestal talking to me? Uh, you're getting the feeling it's the pedestal. Okay. You hear it say, Sure. <laughs> do do I still have full control of my facilities, or am I being like I have to do this? Um, you have like pretty like, this is very much like your mind is like let's do that, but you have control over like your body, I guess, to an extent. Um, I'm I'm gonna first wait. Did Ellis get hit on the last turn? Did you get hit by that? No, I did not. Because you use a luck point. Um, I will use my bonus action then to take the energy I just absorbed from the plant matter uh, use my bonus action to stick my hand into the hole in the center of the pedestal and okay. uh, pump it with <laughs> um, uh, five points of healing. The plant? Or the pedestal? Yep. I'm trying okay. to feed it. Does You're this help? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yum, yum. Thank does anything happen? Yes, but as you plunge your hand into the hole, you will be taking some damage. Oh, no. You take 12 points of necrotic damage. Oh, shit. And you see that your like gnarly, rooted hand that you stuck in there is starting to turn black. And like you see the, like, you know, it started to like wither like dehydrated plant matter. And pain sears through your whole arm and bits of your veins darken up your arm. But you are able to remove your... I think you probably, like, withdraw in pain as you take your arm out. Uh, guys, I'll hold my arm up for the other two guys to see. Something's wrong. More wrong than usual. Am I still compelled to go towards this thing? Uh, now that you've been, like, completely attacked by this thing, go ahead and roll another wisdom saving throw. Okay. A 19. You're like, uh-oh. No, 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 no. What the hell was that all about? I don't want to be here. I don't want to be near this thing. That was you know, so rude. I will, uh, with my <laughs> so other hand, <laughs> with the good hand, I will uh, use a thorn whip. So I'll, my arm will like extend longer than it actually is, and I'll slam it down on okay. the pedestal. I'm actually not going to attack. Is the plant coming from the pedestal? Is it like growing out of it? Or is it just it on top of it? It does seem to be. It's coming out of the hole as well. All right. I'll attack just the whole setup then. I'm just going to slam okay. my thorn whip down on top of it. Okay. Um, that's a natural 20 to hit. Nice. For a total of 25. Okay. That uh, hits. Thorn whip does 1d10. So four times two is eight. But if it's a creature, I get to pull it, I think is how it works. Yeah. So it takes eight points of, of damage. Okay. And yeah, I guess you're able to kind of like rip off as you kind of like hit it and pull back with your whip. You're yeah. able to like tear off a big chunk of the plant matter. I'll never trust you again. I hate plants. <laughs> okay. And Oh, and I'm going to I'm gonna back up. Okay. You're gonna my back full up. speed. Okay. Cool. Uh, you not do that. towards the golem. Back, like, more towards the ridge where we get started. Okay, yeah, so you moved at 30 feet, is that how yeah, far 30 back feet. you go? Okay, yeah, you move back 30 feet away from this, and it is now Ellis's turn. Ellis yells towards Emil and says, um, I think Lomas already got a sample of it. I don't think we need to fuck with it uh, any more than we need to. They asked us to take care of it. If it had spread, they asked us to kill it. Yeah, but l let's let's get away from it. It seems to be at least hurting. Oh, you yeah, yeah. You're like diving, you're diving right into that way, thing. Way ahead of you as I'm running away from it. <laughs> I will pull out my light crossbow and trusty old friend, you've never failed me before. <laughs> and I will fire a shot at the golem. Okay. Uh, okay, I was hoping for some comedy, but that's a 17 plus 4, 21. Okay, yeah, you're able to, <laughs> to hit it. No, just violence. <laughs> I go, yes, every time. You never miss, and you never will. <laughs> uh, as I roll an, uh, an 8 plus, uh, that's uh, 10 points of damage. Dang. Wow. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're able to, uh, seeing where, like, Loomis was able to, like, stab into the, like, fleshy bit, you were able to, like, aim, and with your great shot, it pierces through 
um, into like a, a, a cushy bit. How's the golem looking? It's like, you're noticing that like from where you all stabbed its arms or like, it's almost like it's hard for it to like pick its arms up. It seems to be pretty like bloodied as far as a wooden thing would be, but um, it doesn't have blood. Uh, and so currently, so um, I, I had ran 30 feet towards the plant, didn't go any closer. Emil just ran 30 feet back. So yes. I would imagine me and Emil are close to each other, but where is Loomis in relation to us? Um, Loomis is like diagonal from you about like 10 feet. And yeah, Emil and Ellis, you're next to each other. And then Loomis, you're about like 10 feet, like diagonal. So there's like a triangle between like you, Emil, and Ellis, the golem, and loomis then i would like to move away uh in the direction away from the golem okay um, so yeah you're basically back where you started like back on like the ridge where you all entered sure. into like this arena top of the order is the golem who is right next to loomis so they will multi-attack with their arms and that is a 23 to hit with the first one that hits Okay, and a 14 for the second one. That one does not hit. Okay, so you take eight points of bludgeoning damage as it swings one of its loosey-goosey kind of arms here as it's like sort of dangling off of its shoulder. It's able to still manage to get some momentum behind it and swing with the first one, but the second one kind of hits the ground and like drags along the ground instead of hitting you. And that's it for its turn. So next is Loomis. You are face-to-face with this golem. You said I'm face to I'm I'm the only one I'm face to face with the golem. That's yeah. what you said. Okay. Yeah. Then Loomis will try to hit it again with its with their spear, kind of same spot as before. Seeing that that did damage twenty three. That to hit does that 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 does hit that. Okay, that does hit that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For five points of damage and even though prior that Loomis's claws didn't weren't as effective as normal they are still going to just use a bonus action to just claw it because thinking any damage will help at this point 22 to hit mm-hmm. that does hit six points of damage no oh six points of damage <laughs> yes <laughs> I was like, what do you mean, no? No. (laughs) No. No. Not high enough damage. Uh, Yeah, you're able to kind of, like, it's because it's, you know, starting to, like, fall apart a little bit here. With this slash, you're able to kind of, like, remove the the front, like, kind of, like, breastplate of the wood with your claw attack. Great. Um, And if I were to get out of its range, it would have an opportunity to attack on me, right? Yes. How tall is it? You said eight feet? Yes. I would like to, if possible, still be in its you know range, but kind of not be in its eye line, I guess. Like, just kind of, I don't I don't know if I can do that, because I guess I'd be, like, hiding. But I don't know if just kind of sneakily move away as much as I could without actually moving away. Okay, yeah, away. go ahead and <laughs> sure, roll, like, a stealth check as you try and, like, get behind it without it, like, completely seeing you as you are the knight, you know? I am the night, even though it's morning, question mark? It's morning, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> a, a natural 20s, 26. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, you're able to, like, ver- like you grab that, like, breastplate kind of chunk off of its, uh, off of the tree, and then you're able to kind of, like, get behind it, or not the tree, off the golem, and you're able to, like, very quickly, like, move behind it, and it does, like, a look a little dazed, and it's also, like, incredibly stupid, so it's, like... Uh, it doesn't make sound, but it's just a little a little confused as to like where exactly you went. Okay, excellent. That's my turn. And next is Emil. Um, Emil will use his movement first to uh, go and try and flank the golem, seeing that Loomis is taking it on by themselves. Uh, and I'll kind of like take a wide arc to get behind it, and mm-hmm. then see Loomis back there and be like, "What the." I thought you were over there. Oh, not much of a, f- a flank. And I'll, I'll <laughs> go ahead and use my twisted roots to attack the golem. Uh, that is another natural 20. 
Oh my goodness. You guys have been rolling wow, so wow, hot wow. tonight. Yeah, that hits. That, that, uh, do, that do be hitting. That's good. This one, this green die that I use for him. Okay. This is four times two is eight plus four, 12 points of piercing damage. Okay. How do you want to do this? Oh, <laughs> I will, uh, seeing Loomis, uh, when, when you were like evading, was this like a, uh, I'm in danger. I need to try and get away from this thing. Is that like how I read your movements? No, it was more of trying to be sneaky in case it didn't go down right away. I could just get to it without me it seeing me type of thing. It wasn't evading. Oh, it was more of a gotcha. trying to be sneaky about it. Um, then uh, one of Emil's hands uh, lands gently on Loomis's shoulder while the other one uh, goes firmly up into the the stone golem's back or not stone golem the golem's like right into the center of his back uh and i will i was gonna absorb but i guess i can't because he's dead <laughs> uh yeah so i i just stab through and i look at loomis and say you look like you could use use a hand uh and i try to heal him but nothing happens and i <laughs> pull my hand out of the golem and he falls down why are you touching me i was trying to give you some Sorry, and I'll take my hand off and I'll shake the the roots off. <laughs> Sorry. Excellent. Uh, you all are out of initiative order. There's still this like plant matter that's been like, you know, it's been a little roughed up from you all attacking it, but it's still kind of writhing around the pedestal, seeming to come out of it. Loomis, are you gonna do your thing on the golem? I cannot. You were you dealt the last blow. Oh. Part of it is that, I guess we can di- digest that later. Sorry, poor choice of words. Um, let's uh, let's deal with the plant first, huh? Ellis, how yeah. you doing? Great, great, awesome. <laughs> um, uh, how are you doing? Your arm looks super fucked up. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. Um, Becky, I, I'm I'm wondering if this arm that I stuck into the hole, if like it's maybe it's stuck in its root form right now, like I can't get it back to normal. Yeah, it probably is. Like it's probably like a, turning into this like nasty hybrid of like some of your fingers have maybe like turned back into like normal fingers, and other ones are still like root. Um, but you do notice like the fingers that have turned back are are blackened. So this yeah. is like definitely affecting even like your skin. Oh. Uh. I don't know what it's doing to me, but it hurt. It hurt a lot. It told me to feed it, and so I tried to feed it, and then it, like, betrayed me. The the scary black uh, undulating plant told you to feed it, and so you shoved your arm inside of it, bud? I, I you know, when you say it like that, it sounds bad, but I, I don't know. I felt connected to it for a moment. I... You guys not be so trusting. I can help you in a second. Does anybody have, like, um... I don't know, like a bottle of booze or a, a flask of oil on them or something. Uh, I actually do have a, a literally a flask of oil in my in my equipment. <laughs> um, I pull out. Um, I have a few candles and I light. I light up a candle and I'm like, I'm like, let's just fucking. I said scorched earth when I we were talking to uh, the the fools back uh, who gave us the gig, um, and they didn't seem to disagree with me. So. Uh, you, Let's light this motherfucker up. Sure, I, I can. Uh, yeah, I'll open my flask of oil and kind of like splash it around the pedestal area, getting close okay. again, but being cautious, knowing that this thing has already had an effect on me. Eat this. <laughs> I'll just pour the oil. Out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Roll a wisdom saving throw as you're kind of doing this, though. I'm talking to it a little bit. I'm sorry. I can't do anything to hurt it. I love it so much. And my hand starts going back towards the hole. I roll a natural <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, you're going, you're like, you're like, oopsie. And like going to put like the oil like in the hole a little bit, I think, as you're like moving towards it. But uh, yeah, do you think that you would put your hand back in the hole? I have to touch it again. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I can't stop. Yeah, if no one stops me, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Can I try to dash and tackle 
Um, yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, I think you're like close enough that like getting there would be no problem. So go ahead and you'll both roll a strength check to see okay. if you're able to like yeah. push off Loomis or if Loomis is taking you to the ground. I rolled pretty Six. bad. I rolled a, f- a five. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're like so close to putting your hand in, and Loomis like very clumsily like manages to like tackle you. You probably both end up landing like a little bit like touching the plant, and you each take like one. Uh, you take. It's like two nerds wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, you take four points of damage, some of it from, like, the plant maybe doing, like, a little necrotic damage as it, like, eats at you a little bit, some of it just from, like, you all landing on each other on, like, stone uh, as you kind of take a little bit of damage from that. You you definitely see that Loomis takes more damage from falling than the necrotic damage. And uh, you are kind of, like, pinned to the ground, I'd say, Emil. So you're not able to just be like, oh, let me, okay. I'm going to still do that. No, I, it's so hungry. I need to feed it. <laughs> As uh, uh, Loomis sort of pins a meal to the ground, I light one of my candles that I have. Um, and I look at the plant and I say, no ticket. And I chuck the candle um, at uh, the, the plant. Okay, go so ahead and roll it. explode. An athletics check here, a low DC to see if you're able to to chuck this in a good direction. Uh, I will use another luck point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, I'll use my inspiration. There you Your go. Inspiration. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I got a lot of opportunities to roll advantage here. Um, much better. That's a, a a sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. No problem. You're able to like chuck the candle onto the oil. The plant is able to like go up in flames and definitely like shrinks down very quickly back to the pedestal, uh, but the pedestal is kind of still still standing and the plant, while it like quickly shriveled like way back into the pedestal, still seems to be like living a little bit. I looked at them and was like, have y'all ever seen Indiana Jones? Uh, the, whole, the whole no ticket part? Uh, didn't, didn't, didn't really get a reaction to anybody. No, I, I haven't have, seen it. I have. I have not seen it. <laughs> it's <was> classic. <laughs> have Have Loomis and I been on the ground for more than a minute? Would you say? Um, As we are we making out yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's probably only been like, I you know, I think Ellis just did like an action, so it's probably only been like ten seconds. Oh, it all burned up like that quick, like. Yeah, it okay, was like very. Gotcha. It was like it did not like the fire, and it very quickly like burned up. Um, at Loomis, as you're kind of pinning me down, uh, I think you notice that my arm um, just begins to quickly regenerate. Becky, I'm going to use my unnatural regeneration to heal for 14 hit points because I'm I'm bloodied. <laughs> okay, uh, this reminds me that there's a plant chunk in Loomis's yes, pocket, there is. and it is. I think both of you roll a perception check on the ground. Ellis, you're busy, but Emil and Loomis roll a perception check. 19? Two. You're a little busy with your arm, uh, Emil, but Loomis, you do notice that this plant has, like, actually managed to kind of, like, grow up, like, out of the pocket, like, halfway up your, it's, like, kind of, it's, like, on your, like, jacket, like, kind of just, like, growing out of the pocket and a little bit like up to your shoulder yeah i like to think loomis see pitting them down then they see their hand get regenerate kind of jolt back a little bit and then as they jolt back turn to their side and seeing the plant matter creep up their coat cloak pocket and loomis will immediately well, actually, not immediately. How bright is it outside? Um, it's like in a you're in a pretty like wooded area. So while the sun you can tell is bright, the area you're in is like pretty pretty like dimly like it's not super super bright where you're at. Okay, Loomis will then remove their cloak. Uh, okay. just and just put it on the ground. The plant seems to kind of in like grow a little bit taking over a little bit more of the coat as you're doing that am i am i chill or does emil still 
feel the need to get to this. Uh, go yeah, go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw as you yeah, as I think Loomis knocking you to the ground. Eighteen. Did something. Okay. Yeah, you're like, whoopsies. Sorry about that. I'm sorry. I'm good. Um, uh, uh, I have a small chest. Maybe we can put your whole deal in in the whole plant and your cloak in the chest. To my backpack. Yeah, I think. A magical backpack that's like, here's a chest. It's in my floor's <laughs> pack. <laughs> a chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we should put at least the plant in something. If we can remove it from my cloak so I could wear it, that would be great. But if I need to yeah, put it all. Ellis, you can still get over there. I'm going to open the chest and try and help Lumis get the plant in. As he asks, Ellis, uh, uh, are you still good over there? Uh, you see Ellis uh, go up to the pedestal and just yell like, I hate you! <laughs> and uh, I cast uh, Thunder Wave uh, at a second level. Okay. Jesus. The pedestal. <laughs> okay, yeah, pedestal oh, doesn't God. need to make a save because it's a piece of rock. So go ahead and cool. just roll damage on it. <laughs> He's just shouting, just blasting apart, <laughs> 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 screaming. Um, oh, that's not bad. That's eighteen points of damage. Yeah, as you hit this thing with this thunder wave, it cracks open the plant quickly, like receding deep into like the the like crack that's been created, and seeming to like wither away. And as the pedestal cracks open. Um, a wave of force rolls out um, along with a scream that sort of chills you all to your bones and shakes the trees as if you're kind of like in a hurricane for just a moment and then it's gone and you all take four points of psychic damage and four points of force damage as this happens glad I I healed (laughs) Uh, up Ellis probably gets like knocked on his ass from that and uh I like kind of sit up and I'm like, "Ooh, uh, sometimes it's good to just let the let the the anger really take over." But I think it's I think the pet I think I killed the pedestal. Did it scream at you? What the hell? Hey, fucking scream! Hey, I screamed into the void and the void screamed back, baby. <laughs> God. Uh, meanwhile, this plant seemingly has taken over, just making its happy little home on the on the cloak on the ground here. It's just let's just cut a piece off. Just cut a piece off and put it in this chest, and then burn the rest. I don't have that many candles. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Loomis, how how? I mean, do you need your cloak for a second? I mean, I, I, you can have mine if you need one. I think I think I'm fine for right now, but if it gets any brighter i might need more protection word duly noted um uh if uh i I will pop my mage hand up again and with my mage hand can i lift up um loomis's cloak to to place it inside of uh emile's uh case yes you easily do that with your mage hand and so it is inside the chest closed up coat cloak and plant i'm gonna in there i'm gonna uh wrap it the chest okay. like i lock the chest but i'm gonna also like wrap it up with um some rope wow um so we got the we got the plant we kind of scorched earth the bitch so like we're 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 good on that i don't know what the i, I kind of walk over to the remnants of the golem and i'm like what the fuck was up with this guy <laughs> what uh, this guy doing i don't know i feel bad that we came into a place that he legally owns and like fucked with his enterprise. Yeah, because you know what that makes us officially, and I'm ashamed to admit it, criminals. Don't say it. Don't say <laughs> and... it. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Sure this thing. To, uh... This thing posed a serious threat to us, and I think uh, we did what was necessary. Yeah, we like to call these slum lords. Um, you know, <laughs> bringing Christ. disgrace to the good name of landlords. Um, I mean, I think we fucking, I think we, hey, I was to say this, y'all. I think we fucking nailed that one. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Let's go get back on Gertrude and uh, fucking head back, head back in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe we can find the little 
people and tell them that their homes are safe now. Ah, I get what you're saying. Wink, wink. I get you. No, no, I mean it. There's a new landlord in yeah. town. <laughs> and it's us. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's my tummy. Wait, well, okay. <laughs> you all leave the area heading back to the wagon uh, carrying the crate or carrying the chest putting it in, loading it into the wagon and you all start heading back the, the way you came basically uh, going back down the road eastward back towards Mistfall. The rest of the day as you all travel away from the shrine you all can't help but feel like you're being watched like there's something kind of lurking over you there's like a weight especially Emil and Loomis on you you feel this like weight of like you know, we were touching this plant matter, we were interacting with this thing, but all three of you heard this, like, scream that was let out from the pedestal. Um, and I need all of you to make a perception check as you're kind of looking around with this feeling of being watched. Oh, shit. She's here. Oh, that's good. Uh, natural one for Ellis. I'm just hungry. <laughs> okay. Uh, 23. 23? 18. Uh, Emil and Loomis, you both see a, a black crow that you think is kind of like following you all. And Emil, you notice in particular that it seems slightly larger than a normal crow. And you see that it also has dark golden eyes, which you find to be mm-hmm. strange for a crow, as they're usually black eyes. I, I didn't. I didn't even think about it before we left the crash site just now, but I, I bet. Elizabeth knows we have it, and there's a there's a weird, foul creature up up above us, F O W L creature up above us, uh, watching us. I, I I kind of felt that sense too. That just as soon as we left, we've just been watched the whole time. I kind of just thought it was the remnants of that voice we heard. But you kind of make a good point. It could very well be Elizabeth. I pull out uh, my crossbow. I'm like, this thing never misses ever. So do you want me to like try to take it out or what? Well, no, it it, it might. It's a bird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't think you should shoot it because it might belong to um, Elizabeth. No, the one that we talked to, Daniel Stravich. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> oh, it might belong to Professor Stravich or or Zena. Um, the ones who sent us on the mission, they might be just tracking us, but I don't know. Blackbird, gold eyes, it's kind of weird. I mean, I wouldn't feel really comfortable if people that sent us out on mission was tracking us the whole time either. So I don't see the point of just shooting it. So, so, so and I kind of like lower my crossbow. I'm like, so no. Huh? <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I meant to say... We sh- you should just go for it. I don't. You're the tiebreaker, Ellis. Oh. <laughs> um, you don't got to. You don't got to ask me twice to shoot a bird. Uh, <laughs> and I, I hold up. My, I hold up my crossbow and I fire a bolt at um, this crow with golden eyes. All right, roll an attack roll on it. It never misses. I say. <laughs> uh. Right, that's I mean that's a that's a twelve plus four sixteen. Uh yeah, the crossbow bolt is like head smack dab for like the the heart of the crow, and you see it kind of like in a poof disappear, uh, feathers kind of like flying in the area, and then it condenses yes. again and returns, and then oh. it just comes off the branch and heads like right towards your head Ellis Uh huh. and it like kind of almost does the same thing like it goes into a poof right in front of your face and seems seemingly almost like going through your body and comes back on the other side and flies away I kind of shiver and I kind of look at my, my compatriots and I go well um, if there's one thing for sure I did not miss <laughs> and that is where we'll end tonight. Who's spying? Spooky. Who's spying on Spooky us? Burbs. Hey, good form tackle. <laughs> <laughs>
All I'm saying is if a bird flew at my chest, I would have ducked. You can find This Could Get Dicey where all podcasts are streamed and on Instagram at TCGDPod. If you found our antics enjoyable, help us out by leaving a rating and a review, maybe even sharing it with a friend. Thanks for joining us and stay tuned for our next episode coming out Wednesday, May 10th, baby.